let's do it. Hello and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Raziel. This is the show where I can talk about sports. I get to talk about business. I get to talk about everything in between. Today, my incredible guest, I have Jason Jarmillo. He's the founder of Stat Hero. Jason, how are you doing today, man? Doing like Excited to see you, man. I'm, I'm really happy to be on the show. Pleasure is all mine. I can promise you that. I have to ask now, what's your dog's name? One of them is named Malo, and his timing's always he's quiet all day. Maybe a part of the show, you know? I respect it, man. I respect it. Maybe he just wants to be on camera. He wants to be in front of a microphone. I can't blame him. It's my favorite thing I get to do. So Jason, I'm very excited, obviously, to talk about you and your career and some of the things you've done and some of the things you're doing and hopefully going to do. But the first question for everybody on the For the Love of Sports podcast, Jason, is why do you love sports so much? Oh, wow. I, you know, my whole life, uh, you know, I was based I played ball, but uh, I think the reason why, personally, keeps you in the moment, you know, the action, you know, whether you're betting or playing fantasy sports or you have a team, you know, it, it's it's just feel a lot. It makes me feel alive when I'm watching it. Nothing else matters, especially when I get the DFS space, you know, sports betting space. I think why people enjoy it so much is, you know, they're, they're reminding themselves that hey, you know, I'm I'm living these up and down emotions uh the parody of it you know like every no much you think you know about it sports will always surprise you you know and uh that's that would say that that would be probably the, the main reason why i personally love sports i love that it, it is so true i mean it's like the last thing that's appointment television right like as you said it's in the moment and there's very few things where you really need to be in the moment right there's a couple tv shows which I think like Game of Thrones, that doesn't even exist anymore, right? And they're like, after that, there's really not too much where you need to be in front of a television at a specific point in time, unless it is your favorite team's playing or it's Sunday afternoon at pretty much any point in time. And as you said, then you get that that DFS, you get that that fantasy sports, that sports betting angle to it, just elevates it to a whole nother level. Yeah, man, you see you see the impact it had when it was gone. When you know, there was no sports involved. and You don't realize how much you know energy that you, you put towards it, right? You know, like until you, uh, you know, I was watching the, the Patriots-Jets game last night. I'm like, why why am I watching this game? But I was thinking, oh, man, six months ago, I would have probably paid a good dollar to watch this game, you know? So it's, uh, you know, yeah, that that's that's a great question. But yeah, I think that's the main reason for me is, you know, you, you count the days till Sunday for football, and especially if you have something riding on it, makes it all the better, so makes it all the better and i'm very excited to get to talk to you i mean obviously you're the founder of a daily fantasy sports company so i'm very excited to get to that but you've had some interesting stops along the way um some very impressive companies but i I really want to go i guess industry by industry i saw you were a territory manager in the wine and spirits industry obviously then went on to the medical device industry you're out in finance a little bit and now to fantasy sports I gotta ask, man. Where where do all these interests come from, and how do how do you how do you kind of hop industry to industry? I know sales is sales. If you know what you're selling and and you believe in it, it's definitely doable. But I guess where, I mean, wine and beer would have been a fun place to stay. Now you're in fantasy sports. Pretty interesting road to get here, though. Yeah, I you know I, I think the whole salesman mentality. I want to make as much money as possible, right? It doesn't matter what I'm selling. If it's the top of the thing, you know, I, I could I can sell it and I can make it. 
I think, you know, when I was younger, that was my mentality, right? It, it's, it was medical device was in my mind, the, 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 the top of the cream of the crop type of sales that I aspired to get into, you know, but you know, as you get, as I've gotten older, I realize, you know, I want to do things that I'm passionate about and always in the background was sports and which was sports betting, which was 2011 fans come, comes around and you, and you just start noticing things that are driving you and money doesn't seem as much as, as it used to. And, you know, going from sales job to sales job, uh, I think people can relate to this. You, 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 you feel like you're not in, in some type of way where, you know, the, the money is great and everything. You, you feel things missing, that, that there's passion that's lacking. And, you know, when I, when I went into the finance realm and I started angel investing in companies and I'm seeing these entrepreneurs, you know, pitch me ideas and they're, and they're passionate and they, and they love what they're doing. And they're, they're, and I, and I, and back in my mind, something regarding sports betting and, fantasy sports. I wasn't sure what at the time, but I said, you know, whenever I, I had the opportunity, which was in my mind, when the federal uh, sports betting would be lifted, where I'd actually have a little bit more room to have ideas and to be able to do things uh, is when I knew the time was. And so in May in 2018, uh, it was lifted. And that's when I started kind of crunching uh, ideas, pitching them to to, to sports to to uh, developers and trying to make the you know the product that I don't not only was able to do but that solved problems in the industry I mean I think everybody out there has a industry uh, but you know something that is actually going to work that you feel you know is lacking you know that was important and uh, to coincide with the actual law uh, and that hero was born. So. I love it, man. Yeah, I'm here in New Jersey, so it's uh, I've been on top of relatively speaking compared to most states or or most people. You know, kind of what's been happening in gambling and in sports betting, and it's been just a lot of fun to see what the heck is happening and what's going on because there's so much stuff that while it looks great now, give it a couple more years and this thing is going to be blown wide open. I mean, whatever your political affiliation was, if you were paying attention to the betting lines on who was going to win president, it was a roller coaster of a ride alone, right? We saw the polls and how off everyone is. And I think we can kind of finally throw Nate Silver out the door. Sorry, I appreciate your time, but no, thank you. But watching the betting lines, it was really, really interesting just to kind of see what would happen. Now, I don't think we were allowed to. I don't think it was illegal to bet on it, but I don't think any of the books had any lines you could you could use um, and play with over here uh, for the presidential election. But it was just so interesting to watch happen. And now we're starting to see companies like the Action Network. I work with a friend of mine, Jason, at Win Daily Sports and what we're doing over there and, and basing it around sports betting and daily fantasy sports. Of course, you have the whole fantasy sports channel on Sirius XM. I might have heard a, a couple advertisements, if I'm not mistaken, on what you guys are doing a stat here. So I, I guess I have to ask, you know, it's it's a combination of DFS. There's a little survival pool-ishness to it. Where did the idea, and, and I guess what, you know, I'll use your words. What is the problem that you're solving in the industry with Stat Hero? Yeah, so, you know, coming up with the, the idea of Stat Hero, you know, I knew that I wanted something to bring something familiar to the table. You know, the, the amazing about DraftKings 
and so uh, they were able to do and be successful at it. They're teaching the marketplace. They're teaching a brand new game, but they're teaching what fantasy sports actually is. So they, you know, they paved the way a lot for you know companies like us to not have to spend the money to go that route. A lot of things were self-explanatory, you know, coming coming to market. Uh, main things on traditional daily fantasy sports. The complaints that I've heard is it's like a lottery, right? You're you're playing all these experts, and you have to involve hours of your time. And even when you you're you feel like you're winning, you're actually still losing. You know, I, I had a friend of mine that thought he was killing it. Uh, you know, every week, and he finishes 127th place. You know, and it's just like, man, I just invested four hours of time, and this is what I'm getting out of it. And I think they posted like 80 percent of the time you're losing at DFS. Uh, and and the whole fun of it, the whole point of being able to play is actually having a shot to win. So that was a, a big priority for me, you know, to actually have somebody come in because it says game of skill, but on traditional daily fantasy, your skill needs to be up here. I mean, that's the game of skill you're dealing with. You know, all sorts of skills out there. There's all sorts of skill levels. You should be able to play a game and actually have a shot at winning at any skill level. You know, you still need to have a knowledge of sports, but you shouldn't have to invest half your day, uh, you know, and just money away to try winning this prize you're just staring at that only 1% is making. So that was big for me. Also, value. Uh, the value of your dollar. You know, you're playing a single day to make these sports as entertaining as possible. You sit and watch, you know, either you're going to make a sports bet or you're going to play fantasy. And, uh, you know, with the survivor pool element, you're able to take that and use it for a period of multiple days versus just one day and win or you lose, just re-ante up again. So as long as you're just continuous, continuing stat hero, your money, that's all you're investing. And as you think, you know, you're getting some of that every single time to the playing and going for that grand prize. We've seen a lot of users getting about two to three times their on their entry versus the other traditional sites. So I, I think those those things that hurts for a survival element, you, you can't really die. You can't enter. And uh, the actual having to play multiples, you only have to worry about beating. You don't have to worry about facing the thousands of other. As long as you beat the hero. You're moving on to the next round, and you're making money. So you only have to worry about one person. So I, I, out of that solves um, many problems that people, have, uh, especially the multiple lineup thing. Uh, once I got rid of that, I knew we had something. I, I think that is awesome. So is this more along the lines of because usually when you're playing against other users, it's considered fantasy sports. But when you're playing against the house. It is considered sports betting. So where where does this fall within the law? Is it considered sports betting or is this fantasy sports? Or is it kind of somewhere in the middle almost? Those are, that's a great question. So there, there are only uh, laws out there that basically differentiate games of games of chance, right? So betting would be considered chance. You're betting on one team for a specific uh, For fantasy sports, it needs to involve multiple teams uh, and players, so you can't just bet on a team. It needs to be players that needs to involve multiple teams. And then that would be considered skill to sum that up. 
Uh, with Stat Hero, definitely involve multiple players. Uh, you do have to select, but then on top of that, you also select a different team's kicker, and that's how we abide by the the safe harbor of of the law of Fangio. I like that. There you go. It all comes down to the kicker. Everybody hates kickers, but I appreciate that you guys are utilizing them yeah. in such a fun way. No, that's a good question, especially right now. I mean, IRS just came out with a, a new, uh, hopefully it doesn't go through, or hopefully some some uh, some type of thing. But, you know, they're, they're stating that sports, in regards to the IRS eyes, is considered gambling. So you're to pay fantasy sport operators required to pay a tax uh, on every entry fee that comes in. In the same token, players are able to their entry fees as losses uh, on the fantasy sports realm. So it kind of you know goes hand. However, a lot of these small companies, you know, that that can definitely make an impact uh, when we're abiding by all these games of skill laws within the law were a game of skill and the have say no you're a game of chance and now we're going to tax you for it so all these states are telling us no riding by the laws and you're allowed and and then this comes interesting interesting things are happening right now yes and the law is going to do whatever they can to take as much of your money as possible i think we kind of know that so that's uh that's another topic of conversation so i guess let's say i go to stathero.com which hopefully everyone will go to after this what am i going to see what how how does it work what are the what are the opportunities are there levels for people that have never played before versus people that are trying to play on a daily basis talk to me a little bit about the website the app and, and how i can really just go about you know trying to trying to take some of your money, Jason. So the, 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 the amazing thing about it is that Stat Hero is completely designed for ease of use. I wanted to make it where you can enter a contest, select a team, and be in and entered in the contest five minutes and have a shot at winning. So how, how the game works, sum it up, is Stat Hero will select a team every week the NFL. Now, it goes across all sports for survivor pools. Stat Hero selects a team and then selects a lineup using that team's player. And then you see, you always see Stat Hero's team, team you're playing against. You then team to against Stat Fantasy and you line up using that team. So, for example, if we take the Packers, we take the five best players on the Packers, then you would take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and try to take the five best players on their team that you think would, would go against us. If you beat us, you win money. That's it. Now there's it's it's there's people that you know might take a chance. I mean, there's like the Steelers laid an egg this week. So there was a ton of people that took the Steelers this week that played up against Stad Hero, who took Jacksonville, and they lost. So they're just like a survivor pool. They're then now eliminated. They'd have to enter a new contest. All the players that beat Stad Hero move on. And to determine how much money you're making every week, all the losers, the people that got eliminated, 
all their money gets piled up and distributed amongst the winners every round. And that's that's exactly how Stat Hero works. And we are we are on, on stathero.com, you can play on a desktop, uh, on a browser, on any mobile on mobile device, you can play on stathero.com. And we also have for, for the iPhone. So uh, we are currently this week, this is a big week for us, offering a $10,000 survivor pool. And for PGA, for the country, $10,000 survivor pool. So there's a lot of money to be made this week. Uh, and I don't think anybody's ever heard of a $10 survivor pool where you can make 20 grand. So we're really excited about this week. I was gonna, I was gonna ask about the Masters. I mean, it's one of the, it's it's such a weird, it's one of those events that people that you know don't watch golf at all all year long are now commentating on the internet about how incredible the Masters is, right? So I was gonna ask about that, and it sounds like you guys have some stuff lined up. Obviously, we're coming up on week ten of the NFL. Over half of the season is gone. We're kind of rounding the corner to playoff form. It's it's getting crazy, but I guess I'm kind of curious, where did this idea come from? Like, where did the idea of combining the survivor pool aspects playing against kind of the the group, but also, as you said, as long as you just beat Stat Hero, you move on. How does, like, where does this idea come from? Because it sounds like you're grabbing from a couple different areas, right? You're grabbing from, you know, obviously the traditional DFS, the survival pool aspect, and then you're kind of grabbing from betting because as long as you just beat the house, you continue to make money. So, like, where, like, how long did it take and and, and how long did it take to to come up with the idea and then to actually implement it. Cause as you said before, we all have great ideas to fix some of this stuff. It's the actual execution and implementation, which is usually the hardest part. Yeah. I mean, yeah, was always there. We just needed to craft it. Right. And I was mm -hmm. trying to take the best of everything. I say the best of everything. I mean, for example, instant gratification. Why do people sports? Bet, right. They want to feel alive when they're watching something get rewarded at the end. Right. And, and for, for a survivor pool, it kind of lacks that, right? You have to wait to the end to really get paid out. So I knew that instant gratification was important. I knew that you needed to get paid out every week. It's kind of like a slot machine, right? You throw a hundred bucks in, you win five bucks, everything's going on. You want to keep pressing it. Right? And that's how I want to be. I wanted people to get excited every time, whether you win $5 for the week, $15 or $500 for the week, you're excited because you're winning something and you want to keep playing. So that was really important for me to put in, uh, you know, the, the house element. You know, I, I, I touched on that before. Uh, it's, it's more exciting when you feel like you're beating where you're going up against the enemies uh, versus having to worry about what's this guy taking or what's this guy taking or oh, what happens and this happens and I'm this place and, and so on and so forth, right? So every aspect, every every color, every word, every rule, you're right. It was completely thought up. And we definitely played around with things that didn't. And we listened to our players too. You know, our players will say, hey, man, it would really be great if, if this happened or if you guys offered this or something like this. Because we want to make use, we want to make the user experience as, as good as possible. You know, competing with everybody else that's out, really not my priority. It's having some of our players having the best user experience possible, knowing that, hey, you can play something and not have to compete with into a uh, site and see all the contests and not know what I'm looking at and all these different things. That hero is simple and 
you know, all those things of solving problems, you know, we individual problem and figured out how to solve it and moved on. Questions. So I, implementing it, you know, I, I always thought I would be running a gaming company. I realized I'm running a tech company. So that is uh, for me to climb personally. You have your ideas. You know the ideas are good ones. You, you see it, but then it comes into play where scoring might have a glitch. Well, there might be a free here. You know, for our beta launch last year, we, we ran those things. And it, it definitely required a lot of patience on my end because it's not something you can just snap your fingers and fix. It needs to be a process, right? Uh, so so the, the implementation for that has been the most challenging uh, on my end, on our end, speaking for everybody. But relaunching August, we made sure and on the unfortunate COVID, uh, the pandemic and, and everything that was going on, but we wanted to make sure that when sports came back, we were ready. And then we didn't have to worry about any glitches and people can trust us that everything's gonna be working and that they were gonna have the best experience that they possibly can. So uh, we were confident that that was, that was the case and we relaunched in August right before NFL. Congratulations, man. Yeah, take advantage of a bad situation, right? It's unfortunate. We all did not want this to happen, but if it's going to happen, do what you can to improve upon the situation. It sounds like with kind of shutting down, lack of a better term, kind of pausing everything, getting all the tech stuff right, especially for the NFL, where we know that's it's the biggest fantasy sports season. It's the biggest betting season, especially here in the United States. Um, definitely, definitely gives you guys that opportunity to then get that leg up and get out there. So I guess I'm kind of curious, Jason, what are like, as you said, you've had some evolutions of the product. You're listening to your user base. It's the best thing you can possibly do. You're not competing with DraftKings and FanDuel. You're not competing with the sports books. You have a completely different product that people can have fun with in a different way. What are some of the successes that you guys have seen so far? Uh, you guys and girls have seen so far in terms of user acquisition, in terms of biggest payouts, in terms of just, you know, best compliments from just your user base, right? Those are always nice to get too. Like, what are some of those successes that you've been able to see in, in this restart, but also just as long as you've been, you know, running the company. Well, right. And the, and the best compliment to stat here were people wanting to continue to play, right? It, it's, 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 they're enjoying their experience. They believe in the game. Uh, they see the potential, you know, we have our users coming back to us and, and giving us, you know, uh, their feedback on, uh, some are saying, Hey, I've completely emptied my, account to my other DFS sites and I place that here on uh, from from here on out. And what's happening, right? It's because they're winning. Simple as that. I'd like to say the game, which I'm sure it is, but the fact that they, they're actually able to win. We've I've had at least 20 people say to me in the last month that they've won more in Stat Hero than they have playing uh FanDuel or Dragon for the past four years. So uh, they, they notice and they see they see that how easy the game is, just beating Stat Hero, you're getting paid. Uh, it's simple, and they're, they're, they're seeing how much more time on their hands because they're not having to you know, invest in, in researching all these players. I mean, I, I was there where I, I needed to uh, you know, do all this research, and you get so excited before a game, and you know, you're in 271st place. So it's, it's, uh, I would say that that would be the, the biggest success on our end for our, regarding our actions, uh, you know, we're quadrupling them right now. Uh, you know, it's to you uh, in regards to offering contests. 
You know, we didn't think we were offering a $20,000 contest until next year. You know, we, we continue to grow to the, to the point. And I think a lot of smaller DFS companies, and you'll see it, you know, they're, they're only capable of offering anywhere from $100 to $1,000 in, in a prize, right? Because, you know, anything that you fill, the company needs to, to ante up for it. Taking risk uh, is a lot of startups. And for us to have the kind of know that our user base is going to continue to enter these contests, we, we feel that 100% single week for the NFL. So we're seeing we keep going further and further and trying to expand these, these different sports, like PGA, for example, see, seeing how much uh, people PGA product. And we want to also want to give back. You know, we want to say thank you to our users. That's why we're offering these bigger tests this week that we never had before. We may or may build them, but it's kind of like a thank you to our users for believing in us and, and to get a little bit more buzz about the product as well. You know, we're starting to have a lot more partnerships contacting us. NFL team, BA team, you know, they're hearing more about Stat Hero and they want to get involved. So uh, I, I would say in that under three months that we've, you know, all those things that have happened, uh, they're not a surprise. But it, it is a, a pleasant to have it happen so quickly. So. That is awesome, man. And congratulations. Those partnerships coming down the pipe, I'm sure are going to be a lot of fun, especially, I mean, we've seen a few smaller DFS companies really pop up recently. Um, you know, Monkey Knife Fight is one, uh, not really quite similar to what you guys are doing, but again, it's, it's, it's a different way to have fantasy sports in your life without, as you said, putting in eight to 10 hours of research every week and then ending up as, yeah, 271st place. It, you don't even get your money back pretty much at that point. So yeah. it's just one of those things where if you can, you know, diversify the market a little bit, it does seem like there is a need and a want for it and i think you know as you've said you know you guys are, are continuing to grow so i have to ask man if everyone's making all this money it doesn't sound like you guys are going to be pulling that much back right you got to make money too so i mean how how exactly does the payout structure work in terms of many of these because again i'm sure everyone wants to play and everybody understands like they want to win money but Jason, if you guys don't make money at Stat Hero, there's no money to go around. So I guess I'm kind of curious. You don't have to tell us the figures and the dollars, but how do you guys ensure that when these contests are full, there's enough rake that you guys are, are still paying out as many people as you would like, but at the same time understanding, hey, like we need to make money too to continue to be a company. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, you know, every single dollar goes towards the players. Uh, you know, if Stat Hero beats you, we, we do not get any money. All that money will be distributed to anybody that's winning for that round. Stat Hero takes a 20% rake on every contest, and that's 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 our cut. Now, it's higher than the normal traditional DFS. Why is that? Well, because it's multiple days. You take, you know, uh, a $5 or a $5 entry fee for DraftKings, for example, and you pay you pay $5 every day that you're playing. That, you know, let's say 4 days straight, that'd be 20 bucks. But for us, for example, you put $5 in you, that $5 can last you, you know, it can last you two weeks as long as you keep surviving. So the value is a lot higher. So that's where we're able to, to up it uh, uh, to an extra 10%. Because, and people don't even notice. They don't even complain because of the fact that they're seeing the value there. Uh, so that's that's how stat, that's our business model. Uh, the exciting news is that we are going to be coming out. Michael, this is the first time I'm even announcing this. Really? I get to break yeah. news? Awesome. For the, Thanks, for the man. love of sports, 
mark it down. Uh, Stat Hero is coming out with a head-to-head version Ooh. where you can play Stat Hero head-to-head, nobody else, and you do a buy-in fee or whatever you'd like, kind of like what Monkey Knife Fight does, right? You put a buy fee, and you can go head-to-head against Stat Hero's lineup, and if you win, you keep it. And if you lose, it comes to the house. So we are we're going we're going hard at it. Uh, the we're super excited to launch it. We're probably about a week away. And how that will work is you'll see same thing how you do on the team version. You'll see a stat hero lineup, and anybody, and it's going to be it's not teams. It'll just be individual players from all teams, and anybody can go and say, hey, I could beat that team, and they can put in their own lineup. Uh, Put in their buy-in amount of whatever they'd like and go head-to-head. And if you win, you keep it or you, you get paid. If not, you know, you move next one. And then we're going to have multiple lineups for you to play. We're really excited about that that side of Stat Hero. So the, the head-to-head version is going to be a daily type of thing, right? Because, you know, some people like the multi, love the multiple day, but they also want gratification right away in and out. So that's what we're going to be offering. So for the love of sports – what is it? November 10th. It has happened. I love it. Thank you so much, man. I get to break news. I've always wanted to break news on this show. I don't think I ever have before. So I appreciate that, Jason. I love it. Yes. November 10th, 244 Eastern. Write it down, everybody. It is a big day in the For the Love of Sports podcast. So sincerely appreciate you telling us that, man. And yeah, I think it is It is a pretty cool idea, right? If, it, if there's a head-to-head, you already have the lineups, right? And uh, if there's in a way that you can in- integrate more teams involved, as you said, and kind of be able to pick those teams more as from that, that traditional, let's call it, DFS standpoint, I think it then allows you guys to do more of the things that you want and really continue to expand your brand. Because if people are continuing to play and that's what the feedback you're getting from the users are, hey, man, listen to them. They'll keep giving them your money. Why not, right? Hey, I mean, I, it, it's crazy to me that this has never been thought before where the house, you can play fantasy against, you know, like a, like a, like a, a fantasy sports book or casino, right? I'm just battling and I know who I'm battling and I won't feel bad about taking there when I beat you. So kind of something like that. So I don't know if you you already trademarked this, but Fantasy Sportsbook, make sure you go ahead and trademark that. We are live right now, so maybe someone will have the time to do it. But Jason, I highly, highly suggest you go and trademark or patent or do something. Fantasy Sportsbook, it has such a nice ring to it, man. Make sure you go do that. Make sure you go do that. Text your lawyers right now. Do whatever you got to do, man. (laughs) I would never have said it to you if I I didn't make that that call already. It's, It's good news. Stat hero is. I like that. Smart man. I love it. And then I guess, so I do have a couple other questions. And again, sincerely appreciate your time today, Jason Jarmillo, founder of Stat Hero. So it's it's really interesting to me, right? So you were in and you have been in the angel investing space for a while. Obviously, when you're starting a tech company, as you said, you thought you were getting into a sports company. Turns out it's more of a tech company. You need to get funded. Now, if you could fully fund it yourself, dude, congratulations, kudos to you. You've obviously done enough sales and especially a medical device, hopefully you made a couple bucks, but you're probably gonna need to get funded in some way, shape or form. How much easier was it for you to put together the type of pitch that you knew would work understanding the other side of angel investing when then going to some of these companies, I don't know if it was your own, if there was other ones that you preferred to go to, to say, Hey, I have this idea. This is how much I need. This is, this is what I know you're looking for. 
just give me the money and I'll make it succeed. I mean, I definitely had an edge because I knew the, the important things that uh, the investors want to hear, right? Uh, you know, we were lucky to do a friends and family round and close that within six days. Uh, and that was 13. And in July of 2020, we closed our seed round uh, of a family uh, venture, uh, venture capital and uh, the bread. And it was the very first meeting that we had. And after they heard Stat Hero and the vision and they saw how well our beta did and they realized, and I know we're going to touch on that before, but the sports betting future, uh, they were all in. And we were cure our entire seed round by them. I think that the main is, which should be in any pitch, right, is honest expectations. Many pitches where people, you know, have projections, and it'll always be best case scenario. I knew I did not want to do that. I gave them a very conservative projection uh, because I wanted to grow quickly, you know, within stack here. I believed in the idea. I didn't want to make any lofty promises, even though I knew the potential was there. Uh, and once that, you know, was said and the idea and the, and again, a lot of people, in the investment space, banks, uh, just don't really know that much about fantasy sports and, and how everything is supposed to go. And even and everybody's kind of learning on the fly this past year. So, you know, once that actually goes through, uh, you know, luckily I was able to relay the vision of Stat Hero and the future vision of Stat Hero, which is going to be the Stat Hero Sportsbook. And, uh, you know, that said, uh, luckily, knock wood, so far so good. And it's been, especially in the middle of a pandemic, it, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people have come up to me and says, how, how did you raise money during a pandemic? But you see, you know, companies like DraftKings and FanDuel and Penn National uh, going up in the marketplace during the pandemic when there was no sports. Why is that? Because they were seeing potential of the brand because they knew sports would come back. And they knew that, hey, I'm my money because this company is going to do something. This company is going to make noise. And that's that's how I believe we secure our round uh, in July. Well, congratulations to that, man. Yeah, you definitely had a little bit of a leg up, but you also have a pretty sweet vision of what this is going to become and, and how it's going to look in a little while. It already looks pretty darn cool. So I can only imagine some of the stuff that you guys, you know, obviously already broke some news with the uh, the head to head. I have to ask, I mean, you said the, the, the sports book side of it. Are you thinking more traditional sports book or is there another kind of uh, another twist that maybe you want to break a little bit more news here for us? <laughs> There, there is many, many a twist, my friend. Many a twist. Uh, to touch on the sports book side, of it, sports book is definitely in our future. Uh, I think a lot of people, and this is my opinion, but I think a lot of people see all these states being open uh, and want a piece of it, right? So they're they're immediately going to go after the sports license and immediately try to secure that, right? You need to make a, a deal with an existing casino with a license, all, all that jazz. Uh, I, I like taking the different approach of, of establishing uh, a user base and loyalty and, and a brand that people want to follow. You know, you see every time you turn on the TV, you're seeing DraftKings this, DraftKings that. 
uh, and promotions, you know, from here and from here, every sports book trying to pull you in, right? And people are only going to be as, as loyal as the promotion you're offering. You know, it, I, I, I really truly believe that if you have a brand that people believe in, that people know that you're out for their best interest and that you're, you're growing with it, that's, that's the best way to, to have, um, and DraftKings and FanDuel have done it. You know, they, they, they were luckily able to, before sports betting was even in the picture, to have that user base and then just open up a sports book and boom, transition. Versus the other way around where you're opening up a sports book and then looking for that user base. That's a lot harder to do. So we're, we're taking a look at different states. We are definitely uh, privy to all these new uh, licenses and, and seeing where our user base is following mostly. Uh, but, you know, you can see probably late two, 2021 Stat Hero is going to be uh, heavily involved in that. Uh, I love it. The fantasy side of things. Uh, we are going to be looking at opening up a fantasy sports book. Now, I don't want to divulge too many details about it, but it will be something that's never been seen before, something that you will be able to actually make a play on yourself and your fantasy knowledge. Um, you know, when you make a traditional sports bet, you're betting on a team, right? And it's basically as good as that team's going to be. But what if you were able to select a lineup with a line, uh, a betting line, and still be able to play fantasy? Uh, so I'm just going to throw that out there uh, without any more details. But basically, Stat Hero is going to be coming out with that uh, probably quarter one of 2021. Ooh. And on top of the head-to-head, -head, so we're, we're going to be – we're going to be uh, – in, in a bunch of different directions, but it, this is something that's never been seen before, which is shockingly never been attempted before. Uh, but but when, you, when you're talking about fantasy sports books or sports books in general, there's a lot of things, as you know, Michael, that come into play, you know, uh, lines that need to be moved back and forth, depending on how, uh, you know, the public is betting and, and so on and so forth. So that's just something like that, being able to deal with you know, the injuries on a daily basis. I mean, you're, there's just so many things. And also we want to make sure that it works right and that it's fair, you know, that, that uh, customers are able and feel confident enough to make buy-ins on, on, um, on each team, so to speak, uh, with the confidence to know exactly what they're doing and how the, how the fantasy sport, sports book works. So the quarter one, uh, be on the lookout for it. I am excited, man. This is going to be awesome. Stat Hero, let's go do it. So I will make sure, I'm assuming stathero.com, I'll put that in the show notes for everybody out there that's paying attention. Uh, if you're watching on LinkedIn right now, I'm going to tag Jason. I'm going to tag Stat Hero. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll have all the information. If you're just checking out the podcast, all the information will be in the show notes. Jason, this is awesome, man. Kudos and congratulations. It sounds like you guys got a lot of cool stuff. And I will just leave it with one last thing. One thing that I personally like more than betting on games is betting on players. Prop bets, man. That is the fun stuff. I don't know why, but I feel like it's like kind of like the next step, like, right? It's 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 fantasy sports, then prop bets, then actual, you know, just betting on the line or the totals or whatever. So I don't know. I'm just going to throw that out there. 
Just going to throw that out there. Not sure if you have anything already rocking with that, but that's always been the most interesting to me. I put in like 10 prop bets a week, you know, on a Sunday. I'm just screaming for this guy to get a catch or that guy to, you know, not get a catch. Yeah. And it's just, been, it's interesting. I don't know. Is that something that you guys are privy to as well? Well, I, I definitely noticed the, the popularity of prop betting, right, Michael? And that is something that I will not say that we will never have. Uh, as of now, since there's, avenues to bet prop betting in some type of way um we're gonna leave it up to them for now uh but you know leave it to me i'm gonna find another creative way to possibly play stat hero on prop betting um so i'm not gonna say no to that but at, at, you know you know you see you know as you, as you you mentioned uh you know other fantasy sites that offer prop betting you know you can sports bet prop betting uh you know so if we're going to get into that round, what stat hero can bring to the table that's different uh, mm -hmm. to be able to make that those prop plays? Uh, so definitely on the horizon, I'm, I'm definitely looking at every type of avenue where people can get everything they can out of stat hero, and and eventually we'll get there. And, and uh, so yeah, no, I appreciate the question. <laughs> Good stuff. I don't even know if it was a question. I kind of just threw that out into the oh, universe, and I appreciate you, you answering. <laughs> <laughs> awesome man but no this is incredible jason jarmillo founder of stat hero incredible all around dude jason thank you so much as i said all the information will be in the show notes but jason where can everybody find you on the internet uh well you can go to stathero.com and uh if you need to if you'd like to send me a direct email it's jason at stathero.com uh michael for for the uh sake of your show and your audience I developed a special promo code for your listeners Ooh. So anybody that listens to this, you can put in promo code love uh, in your on your deposit. I'll give you a twenty five percent match deposit you put in. Uh, so there you go, Michael. A little bit more love. I appreciate that, man. That is fantastic. I did not know that. So what I will do is I will also put that in the show notes as well to let everybody know. So hopefully they go take advantage of it. But Jason, this is absolutely fantastic. Really appreciate your time today, man. Hey, you too, man. So much, bud. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody.